cute over there with your little turtleneck. Oh, thanks. Huh? This is Kurtz Queens. <laughs> Off to a great start. I'm in a weird mood. Arya, yep. what's going on with you? I don't know. Has been good, actually. Good. Yeah, you bitch got a raise. Yeah, girl. She Shit. got a raise and she's about to eat Chinese food. That's a lot of good things in one day. <laughs> yeah. If I do say so myself. Yeah. Two good things is enough. Yeah. Yeah. One good thing is enough. Even no good things. Even a hint of something that might be a good thing at some point is enough <laughs> at this point for Even me. Even just your hope that something will be good at some point is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Um, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to start antidepressants. So, oh, so that's exciting. You. <laughs> you look like Puff the Magic Dragon. I wish I lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist. I had a friend in elementary school whose name was Hannah Lee, and we would always sing that song at her. <laughs> I don't know if she liked it. I'll take a thought. She probably didn't. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah Lee. On second thought, she's really damaged now. On second thought, did I do that? <laughs> Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to Crypto Queens. We are going to do a mini-sode today, and we're going to be continuing our discussion about Vietnamese culture and cryptids. And I'm really excited for this. Can you give us a little rundown of your thought process on this mini-sode? Yeah, so I wanted to do something a little different this episode. Basically, I learned about this concept in Vietnamese mythology called the Four Holy Beasts. There's a lot of different interpretations of these animals, but the Vietnamese culture has four creatures, four animals that represent the four elements, but they also represent things like nobility and knowledge. So Ooh. it kind of reminds me of the Zodiac. Very, very similar. So I thought we would just kind of take turns talking about each one. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to start with just some background of these four creatures and background of the Vietnamese mythology and folklore in general. So I got most of my information from the Saigonier with no byline. Does that mean there's nobody that says this is by this person? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Wikipedia. And then I heavily used itourvn.com with also no byline. I think it's like a blog. So without further ado, although the supposed mythology of the Vietnamese people or the kin is not widely known or well-documented, the story of Lok, Long Quan, and Ao Ko has been cited as a creation myth. This story is basically the Adam and Eve type of creation story like we have in Western culture. The story details how two Adam and Eve type characters, the man known as the Dragon Lord of Lok and the woman known as the Lady of Ao, gave birth to a hundred eggs... Whoa. <laughs> 50 of which hatched, settled on land, and eventually became the Vietnamese people. <laughs> cool. I didn't yeah. know people could lay eggs, but all right, let's, let's go. <laughs> However, the story dubbed Con Rung Chao Tien, 
or descendants of the dragon and the fairy is labeled as a quote-unquote legend, a type of folkloric tale about historical characters and events, usually embellished with fantastical elements. So they don't take it as literally as some Christians take Adam and Eve. (laughs) I see. So it's more of a metaphorical story, and it's seen as such. There is another main god in Vietnamese mythology, and that god is known as Than Tru Troy, or the Heaven Pillar God. And this god supposedly built a stone pillar to separate heaven and earth from a chaotic mess where neither the world or humanity had, had existed. And once he was finished, he destroyed the pillar, which resulted in the creation of landforms such as mountains and islands. And this god later may have been conflated with some generic heavenly deity or the Chinese god Jade Emperor. And I believe this is a similar creation story to Romanian mythology. Remember that type of weird Christian sect religion that they believe in where you have the pillars Also, in Vietnamese folk belief, there are a great number of characters who are bestial spirits due to the widespread practice of animal worship. And there are a few spirits that fall more into the demon-ghost type categories, but there really isn't a clear distinction between the type, which I think is pretty cool. So it's like animals have this like spiritual element to them, similar to demons and ghosts. There are four mythical creatures called the Tulin, I think I'm saying that right, which are called Long, Lang, Koi, and Fung. They are the four sacred animals representing the tremendous power of the universe. They are believed to be created from the four main elements, including earth, water, fire, and air. Their symbols can often be found in sculptures and pagodas, temples, cemeteries, and local houses. In Ho Chi Minh City, also called Saigon, there are four areas named after beasts in Soi Tien Park. They are the Thoi Long Palace, the Kai Lan Palace, the Kim Kui Lake, and the Phuong Huang Palace. So the first one is Long, and that's the dragon. The Vietnamese dragon is considered to be the creature of heaven, possessing greater power than the other animals and symbolizing nobility and immortality. People also think when the dragon appears that it'll bring good things, luck, wealth, and peace. There are many different regions of Vietnam with Long in their name, and each one comes from a different tale related to dragons. For example, the world-famous natural heritage site Ha Long Bay in northern Vietnam is believed to be a creation of a dragon. Thong Long, the former name of Hanoi, also means rising from a dragon. Legend has it, that in 1010, which is old. <laughs> that's old. That's old. A golden dragon appeared alongside Emperor Li Tai To's boat, <laughs> boat while he was visiting Dai La, and hence the place's name was changed to Thang Long. Lastly, the depictions of dragons in Vietnam are slightly different than the Chinese dragons. The Vietnamese dragon combines features of a crocodile, snake, cat, rat, and bird. The head has a long mane, a chin beard, and no horns. It holds the pearl, a symbol of nobility, intellect, and humanity in its mouth, instead of the front claws. 
Its curvy body represents its ability to change the weather and seasons, giving it an important role in Vietnamese lives and agriculture. Since it represents powers, it is a special symbol of the Vietnamese emperors. The dragon with five claws was reserved for imperial use only, while one with four claws was used for the royal dignitaries and high-ranking court officials. For commoners, their dragons could only have three claws. (laughs) So lots of hierarchy in claws. Oh, yeah. It's pretty interesting. That's super interesting. Yeah, so in Chinese folklore, the dragon would always be holding the pearl in the claws, Mm. not in the mouth. I see. Yeah. The second one is Lan, which is the fucking unicorn. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So the unicorn is a composite creature from the features of a horse, dragon, and buffalo. Like the dragon, the appearance of a unicorn is widely believed to bring good fortune and peace. The Vietnamese believe that it is a very strong and faithful creature and therefore suitable for guarding temples and places of worship from bad spirits. Legend has it that the Vietnamese unicorn was originally a wild beast living under the sea and coming to destroy crops. Sea Um, unicorn. Yeah. Maitreya Buddha then transformed himself into the earth god Ong Dia, domesticating the unicorn and turning it into a helpful beast. Whoa. This legend influenced the origin of the unicorn dance, which is similar to the lion dance in Chinese culture during festivals and holidays. So, you know, those like really, really big heads that people put on that. Yes. You know, they have like moving mouths and are super colorful and stuff. They have one of those for the unicorn. That is so sick. So cool. Um, And then the third one is the koi, which is the turtle. So out of the four mythical creatures that represent the elements, the turtle is the only real, quote unquote, real animal recognized. As a long-lived amphibian reptile, the turtle has the ability to survive without any food for a long time. Thus, they represent longevity and spiritual strength. The turtle also symbolizes immortal intelligence. This just reminds me of Master Ugwe in Kung Fu Panda. He was that old turtle with the cane, and he had some fucking moves, dude. (laughs) He sure did. That's awesome. (laughs) And he flew away into some cherry blossoms, remember? Oh, you're right. (laughs) It's a very emotional moment. So, at the Temple of Literature in Hanoi, there are 82 stone sculptures of turtles carrying the stone plates with names of doctoral graduates carved on them. And it was a mark of honor to those who had achieved the highest degree of education during the Lei Dynasty to serve their country. It also signified the importance of education in the Vietnamese society. In sacred places, the tortoise is often depicted with a crane standing on its back. Since the tortoise is said to live for 10,000 years and the crane for 1,000, this image is shorthand for, may you be remembered for 1,000 years and honored for 10,000. Wow. I love that. The turtle is also closely related to the independence of Vietnam in the 15th century. Legend has it that Li Loi, who led the Vietnamese to fight against the Chinese invaders, borrowed a sword from the Dragon King. After he defeated the Chinese, he returned the sacred sword to the king via the latter's disciple, a turtle which lived in a jade water lake. 
The Vietnamese, especially the Hanoians, believe that this lake is the Hoan Kiem Lake, or Returned or Restored Sword Lake, in the middle of the city. Cool. Super cool. Until recently, there was a highly revered resident, which was an old soft-shelled turtle, named locally as Ku Rua, or Grandfather Turtle, living in this lake in the middle of the city. Wow. So cute. Ku Rua, who was actually female, <laughs> was one of the only four turtles of this breed known to survive in the world, and it was believed that she was over 100 years old. Wow. Sadly, on the 19th of January in 2016, her lifeless body was found floating in the lake, so she passed away. No! Yeah. Not Grandmother Turtle. <laughs> grandfather turtle who was actually a lady the cause of her death is unknown and some vietnamese have interpreted it as an inauspicious omen i mean let's <laughs> just think about how the world has gone since 2016 dude whoa yeah it goes all that the way to got, the top <laughs> that year was the first year that it really well i can't say that there's there's been a lot of bad shit that's happened throughout <laughs> humanity's history but in terms of my life <laughs> personally shit definitely hit the fan for sure yeah i think most people can agree on that yeah and then there's one more do you want to talk about and it yes i will that is fung the phoenix the phoenix is described to have a snake neck, eagle claws, fish scales, and a peacock tail. That's a fancy phoenix. <laughs> According to myth, the phoenix burnt its nest and days later rose again from the ashes, and therefore symbolizes rebirth, regeneration, and survival. The phoenix's song includes all the five notes of the pentatonic musical scale. Brilliant. So sick. Music theory is hard, but music theory is hard. But the pentatonic scale is basically a very, very common Western musical scale. You probably have listened to countless songs in the pentatonic scale. It's very, very. It's popular. like one of the building blocks of music in general. Yeah, like a uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix played a lot in the pentatonic scale, and we all know how much he shred it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if you don't, you're wasting your time listening to us. Go listen to some Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah. So the Phoenix's song includes all five notes of the pentatonic musical scale, and its feathers include the five fundamental colors, black, white, red, green, and yellow. Legend has it that the Phoenix only appeared in prosperous times, thus representing peace. Ironically, during the Vietnam War, the CIA launched Operation Phoenix in South Vietnam from 1968 to 72 with the aim of eradicating the Viet Cong. Originating from China, the phoenix is considered to be the most beautiful bird and one of the most potent and sacred animals. Together with the dragon, the phoenix symbolizes royalty. The dragon has a yang element representing the king, while... The phoenix has a yin element representing the queen. The complementation of yin and yang symbolized by these creatures is also believed to bring happiness to a marriage. Because of this, the dragon and the phoenix are used for decoration for Chinese and Vietnamese weddings. Can I share a little fact? Yes. So I have this animal oracle deck that I like to do many little readings from. And I was doing a reading when it was 2020 and I pulled a card for that year, the next five years, and the next ten years. Mm -hmm. And my next ten years card was the Phoenix. Ooh. 
So this decade is my Phoenix decade. So I better rise from some fucking ashes, I guess. <laughs> you got a big pile of ashes there. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I hope I don't burn more shit and then rise from it. Like, I feel like I'm exhausted. No more fire. Just rise. No Let's more burning. just rise. No more burning. Well... That's it. Do you have anything else you want to say about Vietnamese culture or cryptids or any of that? I mean, there's so much and there was a bunch of animals that represented a lot of different things. A lot like Chinese mythology. And I think obviously the Chinese ruled over Vietnam until the 15th century. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of cultural mixing happening and a lot of cultural influence. And... If you guys want to learn more about Vietnamese mythology, I would start with the Four Holy Beasts and then go from there because there's a lot of information that kind of taps into other animals that go with these four, and it's kind of a rabbit hole. It's pretty sweet. And that's that it. sounds great. Yeah, this is a cute little short mini, but... Uh, the miniest of the minis. Yeah. Well, we hope you liked it, and we hope you continue to listen to us. If you have anything you'd like to say, drop us a DM or a comment on Instagram at Cryptic Queens Podcast. <laughs> and then also shoot us an email at cryptidqueenspodcast at gmail.com. We love you. We adore you. We appreciate you. You is kind. You, you is, is smart. <laughs> you is important. And you is personally my favorite. <laughs> Each and every one of you. <laughs> Yeah, if you need to pick me up, let me know. I will pick you up. <laughs> no, literally, I'll physically, physically pick you up. Physically, I will drive to your location <laughs> and pick you up in my car. <laughs> and then we can go get ice cream. That would be great. I hope you have a week that's not too spooky, but just spooky enough. <laughs> and keep your eyes peeled, queens.